my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. If you could sit down with two legends of personal finance at the same time, would that help you make better financial decisions? And if so, what would you ask them? Well, Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki are arguably the biggest names in personal finance, and I'm going to bring their biggest lessons. I'm going to compare them against each other, and I'm going to give you what I think is the best of both worlds. If you're just tuned in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're always talking about the way the world is changing as we look at it through the lens of politics, finance, and technology. And today, I want to break down two of the biggest names in finance, in money making, in investing. And we're going to look at what their investing strategies are. We're going to look at how they both approach risk and how you should think about both depending on where you sit on the spectrum. We're going to talk about why they disagree with each other. And there's been some hard words exchanged. And then we're going to look at what you should know if you want to have success with your money and investing. All right, we're going to cover a lot of ground. There's going to be a lot going on. You do not want to miss this. So make sure you buckle up, uh, buckle in, I should say, and let's get going. So the two titans of business investing finance that I want to talk about today are Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki. All right. Now, Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki, like I said, are arguably, I don't even know if it's arguably, I mean, they're pretty much the biggest names. Robert, Robert Kiyosaki has written uh, numerous bestsellers. Of course, his main book is The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which was written over 25 years ago. It's one of the best-selling books of all time. It's a book that really influenced my life and, and put my life, I'd say it's probably one of the maybe two or three most influential books on my business and investing career. So there's other books on other topics, uh, but certainly for business, investing, finance, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad is probably the most influential. And then, of course, we have 
Dave Ramsey, who has uh, sort of taken over the world uh, on on radio, and now he's big on podcasts and, and YouTube as well. And he also takes a different approach on how to build wealth and uh, how to get out of debt and things like that. All right, so Robert Kiyosaki and Dave Ramsey. Now, they sit on opposite spectrums, and like I said, there's been some hard words exchanged back and forth here. So let's break this down. So the first thing I want to do is we'll just look at Dave Ramsey and sort of a high-level overview um, of what his approach is. We'll look at um, Robert Kiyosaki's, then we'll dig deep into those and let you know the differences and how you should think through this. Okay, so uh, obviously, we start with Dave Ramsey. Um Alphabetically, he goes first, uh, but he has a very debt adverse approach, right? So he's renowned for his, um, you know, his views of basically don't take on debt, get out of debt as fast as you can. He advocates for aggressively paying off any debts that you have and that you should be building wealth through savings, Build, building wealth through savings and investments. And he likes to put people into mutual funds. All right, we're going to dig into this, but we're just going to keep going. Um, he's very conservative when it comes to investing. So again, very risk averse. Um, so he's debt averse. Uh, he's also very averse to any risk in investing. So he wants to be very conservative. He recommends using very conservative investment strategies, focusing on mutual funds and avoiding riskier ventures like individual stocks, like picking stocks, picking sectors, um, or real estate speculation. He's, he's not a fan of that at all. He's sort of known for these uh, seven baby steps, very well-known plans, what he's known for, which basically is like a methodical, it's a systematic way uh, to provide financial stability. Uh, we're going to go through those seven steps, but basically it starts from creating an emergency fund to investing up to 15% of your household income in retirement accounts, which I think is pretty good. Um, obviously, uh, all wealth comes from savings first. So you have to make money, you have to spend less than you earn, so you have some savings, and then you need to invest that savings for growth. Uh, he thinks you should be investing in 15%. Um, Grant Cardone says that you should be investing 40% of your wealth. Now, some of you might say, well, I can't invest 15%. I don't make that much money, or I can't invest 40% like Grant Cardone. I don't make that much money. Well, you can, one, make more money, or two, you can cut your expenses down. And of course, you can do both of those things. We're going to come back to that. All right. Now, framing up Robert Kiyosaki's philosophy, sort of like his overview, we're going to dig deep into these. I want to break them down. But he's into using debt. And as a matter of fact, he likes to leverage debt. So it's an um, you know, exact opposite uh, view of what Dave Ramsey is. Uh, the author of The Rich Dad Poor Dad views debt as a tool for wealth creation, and he encourages using debt, particularly in real estate. Now, I do want to say Robert Kiyosaki talks about good debt versus bad debt. There is certainly uh, bad debt, and he frames that up. We'll talk about this in a minute. Um, and he he says, avoid that at all costs. So sort of he, he's in agreement with Dave Ramsey on bad debt, but Robert Kiyosaki believes there's good debt and Dave Ramsey doesn't make that distinction. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki talks about building assets. So his strategy revolves around generating or, or building assets, specifically assets that generate income. Um, he also believes in financial education to understand what you're doing. <laughs> I like to say that if you don't have an edge in the market, then you're not going to succeed. You don't have an edge in public equities <laughs> in the stock market. Uh, the high-frequency traders in Wall Street, they have an edge. You don't. But we can pick up our edges in other areas, but a lot of that comes from our own education. We're going to come back to that. Uh, but if you don't know what your edge is, that means you don't have one. And if you don't have one, you probably shouldn't be investing 
If you don't know what you're doing, you shouldn't be investing. A lot of times people ask me, Mark, what should I do? It's like, well, if you don't know, you probably shouldn't do anything because it's too much risk. It's like um, I use I use surfing as an analogy all the time because I'm a surfer from Southern California. Um, if you showed up the pipeline in Hawaii where the wave's 30 feet tall and it breaks on just four or five feet of water, and you might say, Mark, I'm not, I'm not sure how to paddle out and catch one of those waves. Tell me what to do. <laughs> no, the answer is no. Do not paddle out and try to catch one of those waves. You don't know what to do. And so you start small in very small waves and very, uh, you know, uh, soft bottoms, let's say, with sand bottoms, and you work your way up. Okay, so you wouldn't show up to a pipeline and say, how do I paddle out and catch a wave? And you shouldn't ask that with investing either, uh, specifically when it comes to more complex um, strategies, which we'll talk about. Also, Kiyosaki likes to divert has likes diverse investments, unlike Dave Ramsey, which says just put it in mutual funds. Uh, he likes to diversify his investment approach, uh, including real estate and businesses and some commodities. We're going to talk about the core differences there. Um, and like I said, there's just a, a very stark contrast, right? Ramsey is don't use debt, have a very, very conservative path um, to investing. And Robert Kiyosaki on the other side is an advocate of using debt, um, an advocate of using a few different asset classes. And, you know, both people have had massive success. But I want to point out the difference here. Kiyosaki urges or advocates you using debt and building assets. Specifically, he likes real estate, some commodities, and he so gold. He's been a big proponent of gold, commodities, real estate, and businesses. Dave Ramsey says, save your money and invest it into mutual funds and don't use debt. But both of them really built their wealth through businesses. See, Dave Ramsey tells you, well, Kiyosaki tells you to invest into businesses and Kiyosaki has businesses and his businesses have made him a lot of money. Whereas Dave Ramsey uh, made his money in businesses, but he's not telling you to invest into businesses. So there's a pretty big difference there. We're going to come back to that. So let's set the stage. This is what we're going to dig into here. We're going to compare these two giants. I'm going to dig into each of these strategies. I'm going to go through Dave Ramsey's seven steps. I'm going to look at uh, Robert Kiyosaki's philosophy. There's six things that I want to break down. Um, and uh, I'm going to give you my opinions on them. Now, briefly, uh, you know, this is the Mark Moss show. So obviously, there's some to Mark Moss. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki has been my mentor for 25 years via books. He's now one of my friends. You can see me uh, many, many videos on his show, Rich Dad Radio. If you if you go onto YouTube, he's been on my show a couple of times as well. We've done lots of things together. Um, and I do want to just uh, disclaimer real quick here. I'm going to show you different strategies, and they work for different people. So it's not a one size fits all. I'm going to tell you who they work for, and how you can go from one category to the next. So again, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, we're always talking about the changes in the world as we look at through the lens of politics, finance, and technology. Today, we're breaking down two titans in business and personal finance and investing, Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki, and we're going to break them down side by side. I'm going to be back with more in a minute. I'm going to take a very quick break, so don't go away. I'm going to be right back. My dad works in B2B marketing but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B. 
But LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuned in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about the side-by-side comparison. We're pitting two financial titans of business investing and personal finance against each other. We're talking about Robert Kiyosaki and Dave Ramsey. All right, so we sort of framed it up. Now let's dig in here. Okay, so let's start with Dave Ramsey again, alphabetically. He's a D, he starts first. And let's look at his... um, his process and his really approach to risk. Now he has a uh, seven steps and really, uh, again, he's promotes a very risk-free risk adverse strategy, avoiding debt, focus on mutual funds. And really this is suitable um, for those who really want to prioritize security um, and are not really worried about returns. Now, one thing that I do like about this is that um We'll get into diversification, but if you don't really focus on investing, you don't use debt, all you do is earn money, save it, and stick it away into mutual funds. I don't think it's the best way to do it, but it allows you a lot of extra time that you could just focus back on your business and making money. You see, when you start to diversify, when you have to start to learn about all these different stocks, different commodities, different trading strategies, uh, cryptocurrencies, et cetera, it takes away a lot of time, energy, effort, and focus that you could just be spent focusing on your business or your income to get your income higher. Remember, we talked about saving 15 to 40% of your income. And so maybe some of you need to make more income. And so if you're not worried about all this investing, you can do that. So Dave Ramsey, let's give him a win on that side. He makes it very simple. So you can just focus on making money. Now, he doesn't talk about that specifically. We're going to come back to that. Um, and again, Robert Kiyosaki encourages taking calculated risk-taking. I want to say calculated. He definitely makes the difference between good debt and bad debt. Uh, but he he argues that if you use proper risk-taking because you have used education to educate yourself to de-risk the situation, going back to pipeline, surfing pipeline in Hawaii, if you, you know, ne- someone who's never surfed before, were to paddle out there, you would probably die. But yet, 
uh, as at the time of this recording, right now they're running a contest at Pipeline, and those guys surf over there all the time, and really nobody ever dies because through their education, or I should say through their experience, they've been able to de-risk that situation. You see, risk is always in the investor and not the investment. So if you went to go surf uh, Pipeline in Hawaii, the risk would be on you, not the wave. I mean, sure, the wave is risky, but through that education and through that um training and through that experience, they have de-risked the situation. All right. And if you're able to do that, you get higher returns. All right. So let's break this down. Now, a key piece here we'll keep, we're going to come back to is businesses, real estate, and taxes. All right. So we're going to break that down. Now, I do want to say just real quick, something I've been talking about is a reverse market crash. You've been hearing me talk about this lately. Um, Everyone's been afraid of a market crash for the last two years, but the market keeps going higher and higher and higher. But there's two types of crashes. There's a crash where things go down, but there's also a crash where things go up. Now, when it goes up, a reverse market crash is actually worse in the long run for most people. But for those of us that take advantage of it, it is our opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm having a live presentation. We're going to break this whole market reverse market crash down. I got about 30 charts I want to show you. So we're going to do it live. I'm going to show you the charts. I'm going to show you exactly what I'm doing about it. Three different asset categories that I think are the ones we want to be in in this reverse crash. If you want to check it out, go to go.onemarkmoss.com slash reverse. Again, go dot one slash reverse. It's free. Come hang out with me, check out the presentation and I'll answer all your questions live. So you can get a chance to talk to me live. All right. Now jump into Robert Kiyosaki um, after Dave Ramsey. Again, he focuses on, I don't want to say a diverse range of assets, but different assets. So he likes real estate. He likes businesses and he likes commodities and he believes in direct control over the investments. Um, And if you think about it, like Warren Buffett, you know, arguably the most famous investor in the world, um, he says that he doesn't buy stocks. Warren Buffett doesn't buy stocks, which sounds sort of ridiculous. He says, I buy companies, I buy businesses. They just happen to be public. And so when you think about it from that perspective, Robert Kiyosaki is talking about buying businesses. Warren Buffett buys businesses, not stocks. They buy businesses. And then also there's the real estate edge as well. Now, um, for long-term wealth building, Dave Ramsey, again, doesn't like debt. Robert Kiyosaki does like debt. We're going to break that down. But let's just go ahead and look at um, a couple scenarios here so we can sort of um, dig into this. And I do want to say, first of all, uh, I was on a show with Robert Kiyosaki, and, and we talked about Dave Ramsey. And Robert Kiyosaki said that actually Dave Ramsey is right for most people. And that's the key piece there. That's the nuance for most people. What does that mean? He was saying that Dave Ramsey and him telling everybody, you know, don't use debt. He's right for most people. And the reason why is because most people don't have the financial education, the financial mindset, the experience to use debt properly. Remember, because risk is in the investor, not the investment. And so it's, I liken it to uh, fire, right? So debt is leverage and leverage is dangerous. Leverage can help you build wealth much faster, but can also help you lose wealth much faster. I liken it to fire because with fire, I can warm up my house. But if I don't contain that fire properly, I'll burn my house down. You know, if you have kids, you know this, but you don't want kids to play with fire. Why shouldn't kids play with fire? Because they're not old enough. They're not experienced enough 
to know how to handle it. As you get older, you play with fire all the time. I light my barbecue every night to cook steaks. I light my fireplace right now. It's wintertime. And so we use fire all the time, but I can use it responsibly. But Robert Kiyosaki was making the point that most people have not built up their financial education to the point in which they're responsible enough to use debt. So he's right. And he says, Dave Ramsey is right for most people. But I don't want to be like most people. I want to be above average. And so I need to learn how to use fire. I don't want to eat cold salad every day. I want to be able to cook my steak. And so I had to learn how to use fire. And you should also learn how to use debt. Now, why should you learn how to use debt? Well, one, as I said, that leverage helps us grow faster. But two, most importantly, most people don't understand the the game of money, if you'll call it that, right? Uh, Tony Robbins wrote a book called Money Master the Game. And that is if you want to master the game, you have to understand money. And so the first step is to understand that we are in a debt-based monetary system. Most people don't even know what that means. And if you don't know what that means, (laughs) then you shouldn't use debt. But what that means is that all money is created through debt issuance. So, you know, we talk about the meme of the Fed printing money, money printer go burr. That's not how it works. Money is created into existence by the issuance of debt. When you go to the bank to get a house, a car, a boat, a motorcycle loan, whatever it is, that loan creates the money. It's a money tree. Instead of going to the backyard and pulling money off the tree, I just get on the internet and go to my bank and they give me money anytime I want. As a matter of fact, I just got six figures of money from the bank for a new car for my wife. I didn't want to use my money. I wanted the money tree and they gave it to me. And so we can do that. And that money is created into an existence. And so if I want unlimited amount of money, how do I get that? I get it through debt because we're in a debt-based monetary system. And in a debt-based monetary system, it destroys cash. So Dave Ramsey is all about not using debt and instead saving. But the problem is in a debt-based monetary system, you need the debt to get rich and the debt actually destroys the savings. So it's actually opposite. So it works okay if you just want to live a very meager life and grow and you want to be very safe and you don't want to build, you don't want to take the time to build your financial acumen. You'd rather watch Netflix and chill, I suppose. But if you want to get wealthy, then you have to master the game, like Tony Robbins says, and you have to learn how money works and how to leverage that. All right. Now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, we're pitting two financial titans, two titans of personal finance and investing together, Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki comparing their two strategies. And I'm giving you my commentary. I got a whole lot to cover when we come back. We're going to dig into the actual seven part plan from Ramsey, the six part plan from Robert Kiyosaki. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation 
by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. He's talking about the changes in the financial system and the world. And we're talking about two investing and personal finance legends, titans. We're talking about Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki. Their differences in their philosophy, we're pitting them against each other. And I'm giving you my commentary on how you should think through this. All right, so let's just keep going. So going back to Dave Ramsey first in his corner, again, alphabetically, he goes first. He has something he calls the seven baby steps. So this is investment philosophy. So if you want to invest like Dave Ramsey, this is what you would do. This is what he'd tell you if you worked with him directly. The seven baby steps. And uh, let's let's dig into it. So number one, save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. Great. I applaud that. Good job, Dave. You should certainly do that. As a matter of fact, it should be more than $1,000. Uh, obviously, the more the better, but I guess, you know, set that as your first goal. Now, if you don't have savings, you're a slave. And I mean that because if you have no savings, you can't quit your job. If you have a month worth of savings, uh, if you you know a month worth of expenses saved up, you could quit your job and then go find a new job in that month period or two months or three months or whatever that is. If you have no savings, you cannot quit. You're basically a slave. So uh, I do applaud that. I would like to say you know thirty days at least, if not up to ninety days of savings. For me, um, having gone through what I went through in two thousand eight, I like twelve months <laughs> of savings. But you figure out what you need to need to have there. But you need to have that emergency fund. Uh, the the numbers changing, but something about uh, about 40%, according to Bankrate, uh, 40% of Americans cannot afford a $1,000 emergency expense right now. All right. So it's a big deal. You should do that. Step number two, he says to pay off all your debt, except for your house. So he doesn't, he says, except for the house, but pay off all your debt. He uses something called the debt snowball, which is basically you list all your debts, uh, small to large, and you start paying off the smallest one first, uh, and then the largest one. And that works because of the psychological wins. You know, you start seeing some action, you knock off a couple payments, which, you know, makes it easier. Um, and then you can grow from there. I would rather pay off the most expensive debt with the highest uh, payment, not the payment, but the highest interest rate. If I have a 22% credit card and a 6% credit card, I should pay off the 22% debt first, not the six, but that's his plan. Um, the, another stat for you, the American, the average American has $92,000 in consumer debt. That's per experience, 92,000, almost six figures. Uh, then step three is now after you've got a thousand, you've paid off your debt, then you save three to six months of expenses. And he wants you to put this in an emergency fund to ensure financial security in case anything happens like a job loss or medical um, or emergencies, things like that. All right. Um, number four, now you want to start investing 15%, assuming you've got these things done, start investing 15% of your household income into your retirement. And again, he suggests investing in tax advantage retirement accounts like 401ks, Roth IRAs, 
focusing on mutual funds. Mutual funds is basically, I just give my money to somebody else and they figure it out for me. It's diversified against a whole bunch of assets um, and I don't have to worry about it. Uh, I don't like that plan. I think with a little bit of education, uh, a little bit of focus, you can do much, much better, which pays massive dividends, seven-figure dividends over the future. Uh, but again, I do like it because again, it basically you put no thought, no effort into it, which allows you to go focus on making money. Now, if you're taking that extra time, effort, energy, and focus focusing on making more money, you might come out ahead. You probably will. If you're instead taking all that extra time so you can watch more Netflix and chill, you're going to get further behind. All right. So you need to consider that. Uh, then finally, five, you want to start saving for your children's college fund. Um, this is what Dave says, not me. Uh, he wants you to save money into an uh, education plan, like a 529 plan. For me, I don't want my kids to go to college, specifically don't want them to go to college. Um, so my oldest daughter it just graduated. She is not going to college, and I don't expect my youngest to go either. If they want to go, they're welcome to go. They want to be a doctor, an attorney. Sure, go ahead. Um, we don't go to college for college's sake. I would rather, I, I posed the question to my daughter. We'll get back to this with Robert Kiyosaki, but I said, would you rather me spend $250,000 for you to go to a four or five year college. And when you get out, you can hopefully get a job for 50 or, you know, $50,000 a year. Or would you rather I use the 250 and buy you real estate with it that pays you 50,000 for the rest of your life? She said, I like the real estate option. I said, good choice. Right. And so that's what we're doing. Anyway, uh, keep going. Uh, number six, now you start to pay off your home early. Uh, his goal is to become completely debt-free by paying off the mortgage early. Now, this again, I don't like this. And the reason why I don't like this is a couple of reasons. One, by paying that debt off, I don't have some tax write-offs that I might need, you know, writing off the interest on my debt. Uh, but number two, assuming that I have that debt, about 90% of mortgages are locked in below 5%. I think 40% of mortgages are locked down below 3% mortgage. So if you have a 3% interest and you have a 5%, 6 7 8% inflation, inflation is paying your debt off. So I have a 30-year loan. So let's say right now for easy numbers, um, it's taking $1,000 for me to pay off my mortgage every month. But in 10 years from now, my pay will have probably gone up and that $1,000 will be more like $600. And in 20 years, that $1,000, because my payment is still fixed at $1,000, it'll be now like paying like 400 bucks a month. And so that inflation is paying off my debt, which is again, why we're in a debt-based monetary system. They want to inflate, inflate away the debt, but it also inflates away my debt. So I would rather invest my money and make 10, 15% and keep my 3% mortgage, unlike what Dave says, but I get it. Uh, it's like leverage. If you have no debt, you're a little bit safer off. Uh, number seven, finally, now you build wealth and then you give generously. I applaud him on that. Uh, giving is a big piece of what I do. I think everyone should be doing it, if not even just for the smallest piece and start building that. Uh, so I applaud Dave Ramsey for that. All right, now let's turn to Robert Kiyosaki. Um, he has six points. Let's see if I can get through these. The first one, and this is going to turn everybody upside down on their head. And again, go read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It was, like I said, probably the one of the top two or three most influential books on my business and investing career. Um, he has one, the rich don't work for money. Hmm. They don't work for money. Now there's two things in this. So first of all, they don't work for money. They have money work for them. You see, I work really hard for money and I want my money to work even harder than I do. So I want my money to work hard. And two, I don't actually work for money, meaning I don't trade time for money. And I think this is the, probably the biggest thing that holds people back from ever branching out and having uh, big success is most people just can't imagine working without getting paid. 
They won't do it. You see, the wealthy, uh, like what I've done, is I've worked for years for free, learning new skills, trying new things, developing new strategies in the hope that one day those skills, that time I put in will get me something later. And I'll work for, for years doing that without getting paid. But see, most people are used to working for an hourly wage and they can't imagine working for months or years and not getting paid. So rich don't work for money. Number two, financial literacy. Now, when, when you talk about, when he, Kiyosaki talks about financial literacy, he's talking about, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. You see, rich people think about how much income, poor people think about how much income they have, but it's not about income. It's not about the income. It's about how much you keep it that goes into your savings or really builds up your assets. Um, and you need to understand that at the difference between assets and liabilities. You see, like most people think like I have my house, but he explains that your house is not an asset. Your house is a liability. Why? Because assets put money into your pocket. Liabilities take money out of your pocket. So just ask yourself for your home. Does your house put money in your pocket or out? It takes it out, obviously. Now, if you have a rental property, that puts money into your pocket, right? So there's a difference there. Uh, but you really have to understand what that difference is. And really, you see that on your balance sheet. So in the book, he breaks down how to use a balance sheet and how to look at the um, income and the expenses and the assets there. This is the cheat code. As a matter of fact, I have a template for a balance sheet. Just go to onemarkmoss.com and you can download it for free. It's what I call the scorecard. You see, everyone's focusing on how much money they make. It's not about how much money you make. In California, you can, be, you can make a million dollars and still be broke. It's crazy. Uh, it's not about how much you make. It's about what your balance sheet shows. It's about what your scorecard shows. So I have a free download. You can get it if you want. Just go to onemarkmoss.com, download it for free, fill that out. And if you track that every single month, what get measured, get managed. If you measure that every month, it will grow. All right. Um, all right. Now, number three. So there's, we're going through six things of Robert Kiyosaki. I got to take a break. I'm going to come back. I'll cover the next um, three and then we'll finally summarize and pit them up against each other. But I'll be right back more with uh, the next three points of Robert Kiyosaki's philosophy. You don't want to miss it. Don't go away. I'll be right back. All right. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Welcome back. If you just tune in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, and we are pitting up the two titans of personal finance and investing, Robert Kiyosaki and Dave Ramsey, against each other. We broke down Dave Ramsey's um, seven baby steps, his philosophy to uh, becoming financially free and independent, and now we're going through Robert Kiyosaki's. We covered the first three. I'm going to break down the next three for you. If you've missed any of this... I'm sorry. We've given out so much, um, so much advice, so much money making information, alpha as we call it. If you missed it, you can catch it on the podcast. Just go to uh, the Mark Moss Show on your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, would you please give me a review? I'd love it if you could just rate and review this on your favorite podcast player. Mean the world to me. You can also watch this and listen to me at the same time on YouTube at Market Disruptors. Okay, so let's get back into the last three of Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, the third one is mind your own business. So again, the rich focus on their assets, the poor focus on income. How much money am I making? Can I get a higher paying job? They focus on their income as opposed to the assets that they buy with their income. Am I buying the right asset? Is this the right asset to buy at this time? How can I get this asset to go up in value? How can I get this asset to pay me more income instead of focusing on my income? They also um, understand minding your own business is that talented people um, are typically poor because they're focusing on, let's say, the improvement. Let's say like McDonald's. They're focusing on how to make a better hamburger and not about building the hamburger business and creating systems around it. So it runs automatically, systematically without me. You see, uh, how can I do this better as opposed to how can I build the business to do this for me? Uh, the fourth thing is, and this is a big piece that Dave Ramsey just leaves out completely, and it's a massive fail in my opinion. This is uh, back to Robert Kiyosaki. Number four, the rich understand taxes. Now, you have to understand the IRS uh, is your partner, whether you like it or not. They take, depending on your tax bracket and where you live, if you're in the top tax bracket in you know, California, they take about half of your income. They're your partner, 50-50. And so it's a pretty good idea if you have a business partner to understand what your business partner wants, what, what, what they're trying to do, and how you can work together with them. And so Robert Kiyosaki talks a lot about um, using taxes properly and specifically lowering your taxes. It's your single biggest expense. Remember, back to saving 15% to 40% of your income, you can either make more income or you can cut your expenses. Well, one of the biggest ways uh, if you're going to cut expenses is cut your single biggest expense, which is taxes. So the way it typically works, and Robert Kiyosaki points out, is that owners earn income, then they spend whatever they want to spend, and then they pay tax on the money that's left over. Whereas employees earn, and then they pay taxes, and then they get to spend whatever's left. It's a big difference. Now, back to Robert Kiyosaki talking about real estate. If you don't want to pay taxes, one of the best ways to not pay taxes is with real estate and businesses. You see, again, they're your partner. So for example, the government, it's not loopholes. The government has incentives, not loopholes, incentives. Why are, Why is that different? A loophole is like a way to get out of something. An incentive is working in alignment with what you want. So for example, the government needs 
places for people to live, right? They need housing and apartments for people to live in. So they can't provide that. But if you are willing to do that, if you're willing to buy a, a house or an apartment building and rent it out, then they'll give you an incentive to do that. They also need employment. As a matter of fact, it's one of the two Fed mandates to have full employment. Well, how does the Fed give employment or the government? They don't, they can't, but you can if you start a business. So the government wants you, they need you to start a business. And if you do, they have an incentive. They incentivize you to do the things they want, like start a business and buy real estate. That's why you don't pay tax. So you need to learn that. Uh, Number five, the rich create money. I call this wealth creation. You see, Dave Ramsey wants you to save your way to wealth. It's not how it works. You don't save your wealth. We have to create wealth. How do, how do the rich create wealth? How do they create money? Well, it uh, starts with your mind. It starts with your ideas. Robert Kiyosaki talks about it as an infinite return. You have an unlimited amount of ideas that you can have. So it starts with your mind. You have to have ideas. Then you have to turn those ideas into actions, and you, you need the skills in order to do that. You have to have skills in order to develop that. I call this, uh, I talk about it in three different levels of, of, uh, of capital. So most people only focus on one form of capital, which is actually the hardest to get and the least effective to use, and that's financial capital. I don't have enough money. Uh, it takes money to make money. I can't do anything because I don't have any money. They don't have the financial capital. So they, they spend all their time there. They think they're stuck there. But it's not financial capital that really matters more. It's actually the mental capital. It's the skills. As Robert Kiyosaki says, we create money with our skills. If you have the skills to make more money, and then third is the relationship capital. Do you know people? So I know people who give me opportunities, and I have the skills to back that up. It doesn't take me any money. So it starts with your mind. We can create wealth by having the idea, having the skills to develop that, and then, of course, continue to plant the seeds that continue to grow. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, the, the sixth one is work to learn, not to earn. So he says that education is more valuable than money. That's the point I'm just making right now. Education is more valuable than money. You see, if I have the education of how to, if I, if I can come into your business and make you a million dollars, would you give me a hundred grand? Like, of course you would. But how could I do that? Well, only if I have the education, if I have the skills in order to do that. So the skills you need to figure out is how to make more money. How do you do that? Well, I want to learn sales, marketing, sales and marketing. That's the rainmaker. That's how you drive money. I want to learn speaking and negotiating. I need to be able to present myself. I need to present my ideas. I need to have persuasion. I need to be able to negotiate things. And this goes, whether you're trying to negotiate with your kids, your wife, or uh, you know a, a business deal. And we also need to learn how how to learn. I talk about this quite a bit. We need to learn how to learn. And we also need to learn how to teach. We need to do both of those. And so we need to work to learn, not to earn. And this goes back to kind of the first point about the rich don't work for money, right? I'm working to learn because if I learn and advance my skills, I'll make more money. I'm not working for the money. Um, and then, um, so, so that's, that's Robert Kiyosaki's six points. Now let's, let's break these down a little bit. All right. Now, Robert Kiyosaki, if I, if I compare these two, the big differences are Dave Ramsey is very risk averse. Uh, get rid of all of your debt. Don't use debt and just put your money into a mutual fund. Just give it to somebody else and let them manage it for you. Pay off all your debt and just give someone else your money. And as Robert Kiyosaki said, that works great for most people because most people aren't smart enough. And I would add, don't have enough motivation to do anything else. 
They would rather just have no debt, have no risk, give someone else my money, and so I could just watch Netflix and chill every day. But for those of us, like me and you, who want more from our lives, then we need more. And how do we get more? Well, then we're going to have to spend more time to learn, to build our skill set. And once we've been able to learn and build up our skill set, our mental capital, as I call it, then we, and we learn the difference of good debt and bad debt, then we can use debt in order to build our assets. We can start businesses and we can buy real estate. And this doesn't have to be risky. As a matter of fact, I've started uh, dozens of businesses and I've never once taken a large amount of capital. You see, when you start service-based businesses, it doesn't require capital. It only requires your time and your skill set. So for example, you could probably go start a pressure washing business. You can go to Home Depot, buy a pressure washer for 300 bucks. You could probably even rent one. And you could probably go to your neighborhood or go to a, a wealthy neighborhood with some big houses. And you could probably charge two to 400 bucks to pressure wash their driveway. And you could build that up pretty quickly. It doesn't take money. It takes time and skill set. Now, the bigger your skill set and the bigger market you can apply to, the more money you can make. But I like Robert Kiyosaki's approach. I would rather spend the extra time, effort, energy. I want to increase my income. I want to grow my wealth faster. Understand that it takes me more time. But if you're the Netflix and chill kind of guy, you want to live in your parents' basement, watch Netflix and eat Cheetos, then go for the Dave Ramsey approach. But Maybe I'm too harsh. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, come to my live event and tell me. We're going to do a live q and I'm going to show you this reverse market crash, how it's going to uh, affect the world and what you could or should be doing about it. So come hang out. Check it out. Go to onemarkmoss.com or go.onemarkmoss.com slash reverse. Go.onemarkmoss.com slash reverse. And hope to see you there. If not, hit me up on social media at onemarkmoss. And that's what I got. Thanks so much for listening. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.